0: Okay, I'm ready if you are.
1: Ah, beans. Okay.
0: (laughs) Ah, beans? Ah, beans. (laughs) The breeze of metal blade. Streamers are wicked in the wind.
1: So 51 of WTF Anime, the show where as long as flowers are alive, we'll never die. I'm as your host, Joe, and joining me is Travis.
0: Hey, what's up, fam? I know you hate it. I'm gonna keep asking. Come on, Joe. How's it going?
1: I'm doing good. I'm drinking a very reasonable session IPA.
0: <laughs> it's a lie. It is not <laughs> a reasonable session IPA. That is just an IPA, sir. <laughs>
1: Like, it says Session on the can. Like, what do you want from me?
0: It also says 5.4 on the can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so Travis, what what are we here to discuss?
0: We're here to discuss our last guest's selection, uh, which would be Wolf's Reign, episode 16.
1: Episode 16, Dream Journey.
0: Yeah, I got some questions. I got a, lo- I got a lot of questions, actually. Uh-huh. Man, and I know that Jake is, like, king of random thing I will assign you. And he really did a good job because this episode is an island. (laughs) It introduces new things, but it's not connected to anything else. And it's, like, impossible to get what's going on in this world.
1: Yeah. So, Travis, would you say, like, hmm, some of the parts in this episode don't seem connected at all and some of the editing is weird? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Strange, isn't it?
0: It is strange.
1: <laughs> the
0: entirety of this thing is strange.
1: So, Travis, and listener, a bit of background for me in this show. I could tell you how old I was when I first watched this. It was in the days where I was naive enough to trust the internet. Oh,
0: no. What virus did you get, Joe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I was so starved for at a young age, I trusted fan fiction to be literal text rather than subtext oh buddy Uh uh-huh so i watched this show Mm. wolf's reign is kind of the studio's spiritual successor to cowboy bebop which travis hasn't seen yet soon we will rectify that but it was kind of going up against uh, samurai champloo which was headed by the director of cowboy bebop so this is was supposed to be like, hey, here's the next big anime thing that'll break boundaries and all that stuff. Critically, it did okay, but... Yeah. I have general problems with it, which we won't really get to talk about in this show because we're only doing this one episode. So, Travis, I said I was going to blow your mind with a few things.
0: Yes, yes, you did. Uh, That promise was made.
1: So there are characters in this show that turn into wolves.
0: Yeah, there sure are. (laughs)
1: What if I told you that wolves went extinct 200 years ago and used illusion magic to look like people?
0: What? (laughs) Uh
1: That is the premise of this? That is the premise of this show. (laughs) That's bonkers. (laughs) And wolves are looking to get to paradise.
0: Yeah, I got that part from the episode. I didn't quite understand what paradise is. They didn't really define that.
1: Yeah, paradise is just a place, like, written down in a prophecy that if you follow the scent of a certain type of flower, you'll get to paradise. So this is very post-apocalyptic. Humans have fucked up the entire world, and there's an entire plan to, like, lure wolves to this place to open the gates to paradise so that humans can be there because humans fuck up everything.
0: Sure. Now, uh, going back, if the wolves had access to magic, you'd think that they would have fared better. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it just illusion magic? They're just illusionists, so all the other branches are barred.
1: It's just illusion and, like, mild telepathy.
0: Oh, that's a bummer. Like, there's no conjurer wolf or (laughs) abjurer wolf?
1: (laughs) Necromancy wolves.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a... Why is there not a a metal band named Necromancy Wolf? (laughs) Because I would listen to them.
1: If someone was to distill my entire brand, it would just be the phrase Necromancy Wolves.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, We're going to start a clothing line?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's all going to be ripped up, crop top leather jackets.
0: Mostly, uh... Maybe some of the shit that you see, uh, like, Dada Romo rocking every once in a while. (laughs) Yes.
1: With a bit more fur.
0: Yeah. Oh, buddy, we're launching a brand.
1: (laughs) Coming soon.
0: Necromancy wolf clothing.
1: (laughs) So the other thing about this episode that's kind of important as to why it's so weird, this is a recap episode. I did not get that at all. It is, in episode 16, they are recapping episodes 2, 3, 5, 6, and 7.
0: Just those, specifically, right? Yep. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions were made. Man, uh, I, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> I I don't even know, because I'm, I'm still processing necromancy wolves, <laughs> and that wolves have illusion magic, and went, Quote fingers extinct two hundred years ago. Uh-huh. But just wolves, like the other animals are okay?
1: Uh it seems that way. Like wolf's blood, in quotation marks, has like importance to the story. I'm trying to remember back to the episode we saw. I don't really remember any other animals, but there definitely are dogs.
0: Yeah, you see a dog and a cat in this episode.
1: Yeah, there are a bunch of animals in this episode. I'm an idiot.
0: Oh, and crows. Yes. Crows are fucking mean in, in this new world. They don't take shit.
1: No, neither do cats really.
0: No Well, <laughs> uh, I, I guess we should actually start to get into it. and now that you've said it to recap, it makes sense the way the show begins, uh, where we just kind of see uh, a white winterscape and this uh, white wolf walking along as a monologue's going on. And then the wolf kind of passes out in the snow, like from exhaustion or or he's been hurt. I don't know. They don't really focus on why he's passed out over in the snow. But now it kind of makes sense that they set that up as a recap. So this is all his dream reliving the journey so far.
1: They have about four or five of these. And basically the reason that they exist is to be like, oh, crap. We didn't put that much personality into our main characters. Let's reinforce why they're doing this.
0: Yeah, I could see that. None of the characters stood out as unique or special uh, to me.
1: Yeah, because they're all, like, sharing main protagonist roles, they all take on, like, an aspect of an anime protagonist.
0: Do you think that might have been purposeful to kind of show them as a pack?
1: Yeah, like, that's, that's definitely the thought that you have watching it. The other thing that's, like interesting about the show is that the wolves are the least interesting part and it's actually like the humans in this society and like the mini story that they tell with the few human characters they have. That's the most interesting part. We didn't get any of that here, but
0: Oh cool. So Jake uh Jake is a rock star of picking episodes.
1: <laughs> Thanks, bud. So now that we have a sleeping wolf and we have context what we're about to talk about Yo, this opening theme, like, unironically, is amazing.
0: <laughs> I would disagree, but <laughs> I, am, uh, I am not as big a fan of what is basically a Sting song from the 80s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's like, I've, I've like obviously watched this show before. Like, I've rewatched it. The whole time I listen to this song, I'm just like, this makes me nostalgic for something that I cannot quite grasp. And then you fucking nailed it on the first try.
0: <laughs> it's dead. That's exactly what it said to me. I, I heard this. I was just waiting to hear Sting come in and sing some nonsense, but he never did.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, Tantric Sex and Wolves, like, doesn't really, like, there's no crossover there, so.
0: Okay, now, also, man, band names, apparently wolf is just great for band names. Uh-huh. Tantric Sex wolf. Yeah, I am listening to the band Tantric Sex Wolf.
1: Is Tantric Sex with Wolves the sequel to Dances with Wolves?
0: Much shorter. They tear them apart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are a loopy.
1: Yeah, this is a real loopy. It might be the combination of, I don't think either of us have had very much sleep, and I'm drinking a very Poorly branded session. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I am. I am rocking sobriety today. I'm just feeling loopy. So I guess we should kind of get into the meat of this episode rather than just talking around it. So uh, let's see. Uh, we're we start off with a wolf in an alley that's obviously looking hungry and not so well, uh, trying to get some food and getting his ass beat by some crows and then a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Like, straight-up, like, organized birds-level attack of the
1: birds. (laughs) (laughs) A plucky young wolf with three, like, metallic uh, bracelets around one of his paws. Yeah, I'd call call them bangles. Is saved by a helpful girl who has sausages.
0: It's always good to have a friend that's a helpful girl that has sausages. (laughs) That's the kind of people you want in your life.
1: Yeah. Okay, so does now knowing that they are, like, shoot wolves make this interaction make more sense?
0: Uh, yeah, because she's like, it's almost like you can understand me.
1: Because, like, yeah, I'm gonna lick your hand and this isn't going to be weird and you'll talk to me like a puppy because he is a wolf.
0: Sure, but I don't understand since wolves went, like, are people aware that wolves are around but just hiding as humans?
1: Uh, people are aware that, like, there are still some wolves. Okay. Yeah, they don't know that they've gained human form. I mean, until, like, later in this episode.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing, is, like, that girl, shouldn't that, like, be blowing her fucking mind that she's seeing a wolf, since they're supposed to be so damn rare? And she's like, oh, no, it's cool. What's up, Alley Wolf? You want some sausage? Pretty much. (laughs) I mean, I didn't... I didn't have that reaction to begin with, but I didn't know anything (laughs) about this world when I watched this show.
1: So yeah, we we get some voiceover that is basically introducing us to this specific wolf who will be the focus for some of it and then not for the rest of it. Uh, So this is Toboe, whose entire character trait is they are the child one.
0: Yeah, and we get get some, some tragedy. When you were talking about weird editing, the scene that comes up pretty quick here Felt really non sequitur. <laughs> but yes, definitely kind of cast as the the innocent child that doesn't really know. So yeah, anyway, she gives him some sausage and then drives off. And the bangles... Now, I have to ask Joe this, because <laughs> this is the one thing that really was like eating at me the entire time that I watched this episode. Joe, how do clothes work?
1: Well, it's illusion magic, Travis. They can make it look like however they want.
0: Right. And I I know what you're saying there, but like then why even bother to actually wear physical bangles?
1: Because they're very important to the character.
0: And one of the guys has a collar.
1: Yep. He's into some stuff. So he's the sub, I get it.
0: Yep. <laughs> I I just yeah, that was one of the things that fucked me up was like clothes not clothes and shifts and there's no transformation sequence, but It all becomes so much clearer when viewed (laughs) through the lens of all the previous episodes.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, we see Toeboe in his boy form, uh, seeing this girl again, thanking her for giving his dog, who is also named Toeboe, in this narrative he is weaving sausages.
0: Yeah, he's a terrible liar.
1: Yeah. And then, like, it's immediately, hey, it's a wolf playing with a pheasant. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just playing, uh, quote figures or murdering with its jaws Yeah, <laughs> that's also a way to describe that, and running up and kind of handing off the bird, like hey I got you your bird <laughs> and then he pokes it a couple of times and he's like, wake up oh, oh Animals no like
1: to give dead things to their owners
0: <laughs> that's more a cat thing <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, do you have domesticated wolves? Several. <laughs> okay, well, you're the expert then. <laughs> so, the switch happens where um, uh, Lyra, who is the girl's name, is just like, Oh, it's a really fun wolf. Oh no, it murdered my pet pheasant. Well, I guess I hate you now. And then Sume, who is like...
0: Thank you for filling in character names, by the way, because we're so far in... That the people assume that you know the character's yes. names, <laughs> and not everybody gets a mention. So I just had to identify people by look rather than by name.
1: Yeah. So uh, Sume is um, like Goth Club Lycanthrope.
0: Uh, is it Goth? I don't know. That looks like uh, he he came out of a leather bar, man.
1: It's a look.
0: <laughs> it is a look. Now is he the Collared One's Dom Daddy? That's. That's my next question.
1: (laughs) In boy form, Sumayi grabs him, Taboei is dragged away, and then we get, hey, I really like these bangles because my granny gave them to me, and then she died.
0: Man, and, you know, the scene, before he gets dragged away, uh, I gotta say, the scene feels, it almost feels like an episode of The Office when something awful has happened. (laughs) And Michael Scott just stares awkwardly into the camera, <laughs> like not knowing how to engage with the human being in front of him. Yes, yeah. definitely got that kind of feel to it. Like, uh, there's your there's your bird, your bird poking a little bit more, and she she just can't even react. She's just staring at him like you fucking monster.
1: <laughs> there's the eye quiver in anime that's like, oh, now I hate this thing.
0: Yeah, it's that. I've got enough rage going that I can't cry for the thing I'm sad about, so I'll just, I'll hate fuck you with my eyes.
1: Yeah. So then, smash cut to (laughs) to Toboy God
0: damn, is there, there is so much whiplash in this episode. (laughs) Like, no, think about it from, from my perspective, Joe. You've seen this whole thing, you had information. I was just like,
1: what is going on? I had a moment. Like, it's more pronounced later on. I just had this moment of, like, boy, if I didn't know this was a recap episode, like, the editing sucks in this.
0: It was it was a journey, uh, <laughs> to say the least, to, to watch this. Because normally, you know, stories have plots and they follow arcs and whatnot. And because this is a recap and they think this is all prior knowledge, they're just reminding you of things. There's no arc. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to pay attention to.
1: It's like, here is significant information about this character. Just all smashed together. Yeah! So, yeah, so the next scene is you get Kiba and Hige coming out of a sewer and finding Tobue in dog mode. And also the girl is there again and like, ooh, the dog catchers are going to get you. And then they run into the sewer. Toboy doesn't want to jump. And then Sume kicks him over. Smash cut! Two wolves running in the snow, <laughs> yeah, buddy we're going at a pace
0: yeah, at that point i I was just imagining that the editor was sitting in a dark room, just his eyes screaming p c p and just like making wild decisions. That was my vision of how this came to be,
1: yeah, it's um huh.
0: Yeah, without context, this is, this is a journey.
1: <laughs> so, I don't know the biology of this. So they're wolves running in the snow, and then they turn into people walking in the snow. I don't know which is faster, or, like, more energy-conserving. I would assume wolf.
0: Uh, yeah, a uh, four legs. I mean, I don't know if you've ever ran around with a dog, but... Dogs kick human ass uh, on land speed, generally speaking, because they can take those galloping style, uh, they can take a gallop style gait. We cannot. So unless you're like a top style athlete, you're never catching the dog.
1: (laughs) There are like constant complaints of hunger, which is a thing that the characters do a lot. Well, two of them do because the other two don't have the emotional register to feel hunger or pain or sadness unless it's main character angst
0: that's that's a weird decision how they went with this <laughs>
1: was
0: this a, was this a manga before it was animated or is this completely original
1: um i know there was a manga i don't know if it was before or after let's do Hey, Google. Doing the Google. Talk amongst yourselves.
0: Wolves have illusion
1: magic. <laughs> discuss. <laughs> yes, discuss the finer points of illusion magic.
0: The weird thing is they only turn themselves to look like humans. For, <laughs> like, hunting purposes? Why don't they illusion uh, illusion themselves into, like, a trash can and then something, you know, like, walks by and bam, actually a wolf. They're bad at using the gift they have.
1: (laughs) Maybe. It might be a lack of imagination, or it might be more of like a, hey, we're we're like people too, because we are wolves with illusion magic.
0: Yeah, but the moment that humans got illusion magic, we'd be using it for all kinds of inappropriate shit. So they're they're peopling bad.
1: They're bad (laughs) at people. So results are in from the Google. Uh, The anime came first, and then the manga was adapted from it.
0: Okay, so, weird from out the gate. Fair enough.
1: Because, yeah, it was, like I said, it was kind of supposed to be the anime successor to Kabu Bebop, so the anime, it makes sense, the anime coming first, because it's like, I, the director, have a vision, and that is what I'm going to portray with the studio backing me. Also, Travis doesn't know what this means yet, but the music is done by Yoko Kano, and for the times that it is used well it is very good
0: i know it's it's got it's got like this light jazz constantly running pretty much yeah at least in this episode maybe because that music was used during significant portions and they're showing me things that should be significant yeah. if i had context but this episode is almost never without some kind of sexy jazz or uh Yeah, sexy jazz kind of going on in the background.
1: Sexy or melancholy jazz. Like, that's what the soundtrack oscillates between. Yeah, pretty much. They go across a bridge, and there's a cut where we see a bunch of wolves, and then we see a bunch of old people around a trash can fire. And the old people are like, hey, where are you going? Well, we're going to paradise because that's what the prophecy said. And they're all like, paradise is bullshit because we didn't get there.
0: Yeah, dumb kids believing in things and <laughs> wanting a better life. <laughs> Fucking millennials.
1: Fucking millennials.
0: <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. That that they're just the old people that exist now. That's all that is.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is how this goes, and then there's gonna be a very weird, like, slavery bent to that, which is not entirely great. But a old man who looks. Helpful and mentorish says, Yep, that's that right there. That's how you get to paradise. But it smells, and no young wolves have ever come back.
0: Yeah, which I don't know. Uh, if you take this, just random old guy that I met in a city leads me to a dark, stinky tunnel <laughs> and says, That's where you won't go, <laughs> I would be immediately suspicious. This is your murder hole, isn't it? You've led me to your murder <laughs> hole. That's all
1: you've done. Hige does say, it smells like death warmed up. So this is just an old man's murder hole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is not paradise for anybody but the old man. <laughs> Get in a murder hole. I mean, paradise hole. <laughs> Get in there.
1: Gross. Now I have to call this episode paradise hole.
0: <laughs> uh Haven't you done several films under that name?
1: (laughs) Paradise Hole, Private Detective, or Porn Star, depending on when the mood takes me.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're inventing properties left and right, Joe.
1: (laughs) This is a weird
0: episode. (laughs) It is. We've got a clothing line. You're a porn star now. (laughs) So much is changing, and it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's because this is a recap episode that... This is my first introduction to the property and like I'm just drowned in here. It's just going all over the place.
1: So Travis, I love that you say that things are changing. Because now we've reached the middle of the episode.
0: Ch 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 changes!
1: That was bad,
0: <laughs> and I can't see <laughs> <laughs> That is that is fact.
1: So, Travis?
0: Yeah, sir?
1: We have a website now where you can go and support us. Where, where would that be?
0: Oh, I, are you referring to Patreon, sir?
1: Or Patreon? I don't know how people pronounce that.
0: I think that's like the gif, jif, um, <laughs> argument. Like, there, there, are there are people that have drawn lines and feel strongly on both ways, but...
1: I see. One of them is wrong.
0: I'm sure that that both sides definitely feel that one side is wrong And it's the other side Uh, Me, personally, I don't care But uh, I think we're getting distracted (laughs) More to the point Yes, we have a Patreon now Patreon (laughs) And where can they find that, Joe?
1: I promise I'll get off this But when you patronize someone, you talk down to them When you patronize someone, you're giving them money
0: Oh, so you actually have a side. I do. You're a member of this war. <laughs> See, I'm fucking Sweden. I'm just <laughs> hanging out. I got some, like, rad lingonberry pancakes. That's all I'm doing. Fuck you people in your war.
1: <laughs> that is to say, we would like to thank some people.
0: <laughs> it is. It doesn't sound like it, but I swear it is.
1: Uh. So... We would both very much like to send out a massive thank you to Matt H.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks, Matt. We appreciate it so much, bud.
1: And that is our dark GM overlord, Matt Hoadley.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: I would also like to thank Charlie N.
0: Thank you so much, Charlie. Thank you
1: to Todd E. I,
0: I want to pronounce it just as you you did a space there. I just want to call him Toddy. <laughs>
1: like, Yo, Toddy, thank you so much. <laughs> we'll see if Todd appreciates that. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. And
0: uh, yeah, thank you to Scott. Thanks so much, Scott. Uh, we're so thrilled that all of you are supporting us. We we really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So right now, as as of this recording, the Patreon has basically funded the thing that I wanted it to, which means I'm no longer paying out of pocket to put the podcast up and for us to share files to actually get the podcast done. So huge thank you to you guys. If you would like to maybe take a look at our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash WTF Anime Show, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can support us and get some cool bonus episodes, such as me yelling about the Death Note movie.
0: Oh, he is so angry, you guys. It's, it's such a fun role reversal. <laughs> Why did I pick this? Go hear some Joe Rage. It's amazing. It's like mother's milk. <laughs>
1: as as one of our rewards for being a patron you can send us some questions for us to answer during the show and they don't have to be about the show uh, we have one today from Scott how much of furry bait is this anime
0: they don't sexualize the at least in this episode they didn't sexualize <laughs> the the characters all that much so like it's not like rad buff wolves and whatnot
1: if uh, you were going off what I believed when I first watched it, then, you know.
0: Which, I mean, I'm I'm coming from the outsider here, and you read it uh, as gospel canon, <laughs> the, the fanfics. Which, I mean, pro tip, don't do that.
1: No. <laughs> Young me was an idiot.
0: <laughs> it's okay, old me is often an idiot anyways. <laughs> but I know not to do that. Uh, but, no, I would say this... Is not furry baiting at all. I guarantee there are anime out there that that's (laughs) what they do, like hardcore. Yeah. This isn't one of them.
1: I mean, you say that, and I'm not a part of the furry community at all, but baiting is mostly just about, like, waving this idea that, hey, this is a thing that's in our show. This could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. as, As a way for you to watch it. So.
0: Maybe it's for me that the word bait is a loaded word where they're, like, really. Pandering in almost a, a gross way to just try to get uh, a community on board with a
1: thing. Yeah, I mean that definitely does happen. More personal experience stuff that I can actually speak to, like queer baiting, is definitely a thing. They're just like, "Hey, here are two like anime characters like rubbing near each other. That's the reason you should watch this show."
0: Yeah, and I, I didn't really see that in this. But again, this is one episode that is apparently a recap episode,
1: so. <laughs> Turns out
0: Turns out I started when they're reviewing the things that I already should have watched
1: What a novel way to watch a show
0: It makes me feel like I have no grasp on reality
1: <laughs> So yeah, I think we should get back into the show
0: Yeah, let's do it uh, Thanks patrons, thank you for the question, Scott uh, Let's roll yeah.
1: This is where we get into, like, the change of the episode where the episode stops really focusing on Toboe and focuses real hard on Kiba.
0: Can I tell you how bad this screws with me?
1: <laughs> I imagine it's a lot.
0: This episode was so hard to watch because it didn't feel like any story should ever feel because it was like, this is your main. And then it was like, well, now, act two, this is your main. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? What?
1: Suddenly, everyone get out of the way. It's Johnny Young Bosch. He's the main character. Move, bitch, get out the way!
0: <laughs> Dropping that hot fire from Luda.
1: <laughs> this is the part of the show where we get into, oh look, it's Kiba brooding about, well, if they don't believe in paradise, then it's not worth them living. Humph. Anime hair flick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, This is like a really... Uh, is it a crisis of faith for him? Is that what we're watching? It felt like a crisis of faith for him. Like, his faith in Paradise was wavering, and he just needed to go blow off some steam and prove that it was real by being, you know, like a shitty teen <laughs> and picking a fight.
1: Yeah, picking a fight with, like, at minimum, like, eight other people.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not saying he's a great strategist. <laughs> this was not a well-thought-out plan. <laughs>
1: So yeah, he gets the shit kicked out of him, then a wolf house, and then the question about clothing like, really comes into effect, because he is choosing to present himself as fucked up, like all of his clothes are torn. He has made that yeah. choice.
0: Right. Uh, I'm, the magic in here is very mercurial <laughs> and hard to nail down. <laughs> now that I know it's magic. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't act like any other magic you ever see in stories where, like, there's rules. It's just whatever we kind of needed to do right
1: now. I mean, rules just tie you down, man. Just fuck it. Go off the cuff.
0: Yeah, this is anarchist magic. No No. rules.
1: No rules. Just right. (laughs) (laughs) So we're building up for Kiba to, like, have this moment after getting beaten up and questioning, does paradise really exist? And then we immediately cut to wolves being enslaved by people because people suck.
0: I mean, we already knew that, but yeah, this just
1: drives it home. So there's, like, a very long scene for this episode that, like, Smash cuts around. There's a very, very long scene of wolves being whipped, pulling a sled, and then the old wolf, like, falls over, and then very slowly, deliberately, like, gets back up, all the while being whipped. And then, (laughs) instead of, like, We have Kiba, like, run towards them. God, I'm trying to remember. Because there's, like, there's a weird cut here. Yeah, because they're on, like, a
0: platform up above, and they're viewing this scene as uh, Scarfaced guy is kind of describing how this system works right now. How the wolves... It sounds like they're not technically enslaved, but they're financially enslaved, so to speak. Kind of, like how the old coal mines used to do where you, you just kept getting further in debt while working for the mine. And he sees the, the wolf collapse and then it cuts to him jumping off like the, the platform or whatever they're, they're on there. And then it kind of cuts immediately to other wolf kind of grabbing him. And then he's immediately human again Yeah, with, him like trying to choke out uh, a wolf.
1: Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it
0: it feels weird. It feels it feels clunky. Uh-huh. Like maybe there were there's definitely scenes they cut out in between just to shorthand it cuz you remember it, right?
1: Cuz <laughs> cuz then we just cut to Kiba like lying on the floor with a bunch of poultices on him and Sume being like, "Well, you probably shouldn't have done that." And Kiba gives some line about that's because I believe in paradise, yo. Yeah.
0: It's it's very weird. It's it's almost like a religious zealot kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I have to prove my my belief in this by putting myself through something that obviously is going to fuck me up.
1: Yes, he is going through personal sacrifice. Word. And then he goes in a cage and gets punched in the liver. Uh, it, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, what? What is happening? Again, this episode made me question my grasp of reality. <laughs> like, there was a couple of times, like, did I miss something? No, apparently it's just a recap episode. and Jake really knows how to pick them.
1: Did I just, like, fall asleep 17 times during this show?
0: Did I do a bunch of micro-sleeps? <laughs> what is
1: happening? So, I don't know if you caught this. Because we cut from uh, Higa getting captured to a confrontation with Scarface Guy, his pack, and our main characters. And there's also just a girl there.
0: Yeah, there is. (laughs) Now now that you mention it, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) This was a lot to take in, man. Come on, give me some credit. We were jumping all over the place.
1: At least she is a human and will never be referenced in this scene, she is just there. Woo, window dressing. And then there's a whole thing of the old guys being like, yo, Scarface, you're not our pack leader anymore. And then Kiba goes to fight for him, and then Scarface punches Kiba out to go and yell at his pack more. And th- I think that's where they get into like the, the economic discussion. Yeah. Uh, see here's the here's the thing
0: I think the punching out makes sense in the context that he was supposed to be the leader or the alpha mm-hmm. so like he don't need no help kind of deal and you know this is my fight I won't let you do that because that's me backing down from my alphaness I'm not going to let you beta cuck me
1: yes <laughs> a, a weird psychological principle that was proven to be wrong yep <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. That whole alpha bullshit, not how it works, but
1: Turns out the alpha bullshit is actually bullshit.
0: Man, if only a bunch of angry white dudes in my country would figure that out, that would be amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they start talking to Scarface about, like, Paradise and how they're going to go for it, and he's like, well, I'm just an old dog, and then we'll cut to a man trying to shoot a wolf while they're freeing Hige, and then they run into the Paradise Hole.
0: Ah, uh, that that may be my my finest gift to this show, and I apologize if anyone's getting some audio in my background because my neighbor, in his graciousness, has just picked this particular time to mow his lawn. So that's pretty chill.
1: So, Travis, yes, sir. we've we've taken you on a journey today.
0: It feels like I was on a heavy antipsychotic and like I I just phase out of reality and then into it and new things were happening.
1: Were you at all ready for spaceships and lasers? No
0: <laughs> And not even lasers that obey physics uh-huh. They fucking bank shot off the air and shit like Whoa! <laughs> what, what has happened? Because, uh, like, this has been post-apocalyptic the way that the the set dressing has been the entire time. Everything's shitty and run down and broken. And now we have, like, a fucking, uh, like, Star Destroyer and this <laughs> weird little fighter kind of duking it out. And I don't... What is happening? <laughs>
1: Luckily, Focus gets pulled away from the space battle that is occurring because a girl falls out of the ship and starts floating down to Earth.
0: Not just floating, she's like fucking pirouetting in the air. She's <laughs> like, what's up? I'm gonna spin while I slowly descend to the Earth.
1: It's weird. And they get they get that scent again, they're just like, oh yes, the faint smell of lunar flowers. And they run to like mm-hmm. rescue this girl who is Sitting serenely at a lake And this is where we get the line that is Like, just wild As long as flowers exist We'll never die
0: Yeah, doesn't that sound like The craziest bunch of cult bullshit That you've ever heard <laughs> That definitely sounds like Some some cult leader in the 70s Definitely said that
1: Look, big florist is controlling America through flowers
0: The globalists <laughs> 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 oh no! We uh, we we here at WTF Anime strive every day not to be gross or bad like Alex Jones. That is our promise to you, <laughs> WTF Anime. We're so, not Alex
1: Jones. So far, I think we're doing an okay job.
0: At least passable. At <laughs> least passable.
1: So yeah, the the episode ends with uh, with Keeper running up and going, "Oh shit! It's Cheezer or Chessa."
0: I like it better as Cheesa, just because that sounds almost vaguely Dragon Ball Z, like it's a character that was cheese that came to life and got a power level.
1: <laughs> I mean, everything in Dragon Ball Z is named after food, so.
0: I mean, it works, right?
1: It just works.
0: But look, can we talk about Chiza um character design? Yeah, those pink eyes just make her look like she's very unwell.
1: Yeah, she's got black sclera and like pink eyes it's amazing and she's also wearing like an ava plug suit with a lot of bits cut out of it i
0: definitely i think i've seen that 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 outfit in a video from the 70s (laughs) it's kind of got that weird 70s this is the future kind of thing or like maybe maybe uh oh what's that uh that film um Sean Connery, it's a weird sci-fi one where he's like uh, running around in a loincloth. Zardoz, yes. That outfit could have been on the set of Zardoz and you wouldn't have batted an eye.
1: What a weird pull.
0: It just it it, it came to me. I'm sorry. The gun is good. (laughs) If you've never checked out that movie watch it just (laughs) once. It is whoa.
1: Yeah, if, if you've ever, for some reason in your life, wanted to see, like, old Sean Connery with a shitty ponytail with the, basically, briefs and suspenders?
0: So, uh, I guess we can, we can wrap this up, then. We're, we're, we're pretty much at the end here.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've we finished it out. Travis, your final thoughts?
0: This felt like a fever dream.
1: It's called Dream Journey. It was so accurate.
0: A fever dream journey. That is that is what I had today. They didn't include the fever part, but they definitely got the other words in there. So mostly accurate, unlike your IPA, which says session.
1: Two.
0: <laughs> I don't think this is a bad show. I think this, this looks like it could be a fun journey if I didn't start on episode 16 <laughs> and I had any of the context that I should have. Yeah. That seems like, that's a fair
1: judgment, I think. This is aggressively not the episode to start watching this show on. I would, you know, suggest one.
0: That seems like a logical place to start.
1: (laughs) So, so thank you, Jake, for giving us this gift.
0: I think he researched the worst way to start this. (laughs) I feel like that, that he did a Google.
1: Jokes on you, Jake Mason. We got an episode out of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. We invented a lot of things, but that said, uh, we did get an episode out of it. So, uh, Joe, your final thoughts?
1: Like I said, I've I've watched this show before. I've rewatched it. Like I really like. I enjoy the setting, and I like the human aspect. The main characters are kind of whatever, but they're the thing driving the plot. And this one episode like rewatching it after all these years I was just like okay this is a thing that I can talk about <laughs> like I didn't really like I didn't get the kind of nostalgia that I have done when I've rewatched uh, shows of the podcast I just got the sense of like this is going to be fucking weird
0: I don't know if that uh, I don't know what that says about the the episode if you get nostalgia a lot or when we're watching things, and then this one just didn't trigger it. It could just be the bad choice of the
1: episode. I think I think that's it. And it's like, you know, Jake had no idea what he was doing, so... Don't let him off the hook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. And he's right now Mr. Burns-style steepling his fingers knowing that we're talking
1: about this. <laughs> Regardless, uh, thank you, Jake. I had a lot of fun recording this show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was a good time. It's always a good time. I mean, it's an excuse for us to hang out and that's that's why this podcast keeps going is because Joe and I are we like to be goofy and we just like to let people in on it sometimes.
1: Yeah, definitely not because of any of our critical analysis. Like, we're very bad.
0: Oh, no, I would not call us experts at anything. <laughs> we have the ability to talk.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's all you need to podcast.
0: Yeah, turns out
1: But we will have a show in two weeks, Travis.
0: Yes. Oh, it's time for me to do the thing, huh? It is
1: time for you to do the thing.
0: (sighs) Well, fair enough. Next time on WTF Anime.
1: So next time, this is the last episode that we've had pre-recorded months in advance. We're now in the (laughs) wild west where we actually have to get on top of shit.
0: Yeah, that's actually kind of freeing for me <laughs> to have things more, like, recent and chronological. Like, I I don't even remember what this is.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for the journey that we're going to take. We have some guests. Ooh, guests. Who we got? We sat down with Carl and Alex of the Palm Top podcast.
0: Oh, shit. I remember this now. Those guys are so much fun. I love them.
1: They're awesome. And we talked about, haven't you heard, I'm Sakamoto. Episode 5.
0: I don't remember the anime. <laughs> I just remembered them, and we had a good time. That's that's literally how long ago this has been. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that anime is wild.
0: <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that said, we got that out of the way. It's time for some business. Joe, you want to hit him?
1: Yeah, so, if you would like to follow the show on Twitter, we are there at WTF anime Show. You can send us an email via WTFAnimeShow at gmail.com. Uh, Travis, where can I find you?
0: Sure. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I am at Dicelobber. D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And uh, once again, I did not run the WTF anime Show handle. So if you want to talk to the both of us, tag me with it. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, if you want to check out our other stuff, uh we do a thing called fifth watch over on the lost libraries uh feed gay super teens gay super teening <laughs> uh, is that a good pitch it, it feels feels clunky anyways uh yeah so that's us just full we'll playing it's it's fun
1: um it works it's fucking wild at the moment i don't know how i got <laughs> yeah, to this point
0: i'm not even sure i understand the plot right now <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but it's okay we'll figure it out we'll get there uh let's see what else we got uh right now it's on hiatus but you can also check out grayscale matt holey running us through uh monster of the week and that was uh, a lot of fun joe anything else
1: yes as we talked about in our mid-roll we have a patreon and that is patreon.com slash wtf anime show back us at various levels for cool rewards and you know our eternal gratitude if that counts for anything
0: yeah absolutely and we've got we've got some interesting and cool goals that we'd love to hit if we can get some more support here we've got tons of ideas of what to do for extra content for everybody here uh we even dragged alan's cells into it so i mean that's fun right everybody loves alan (laughs) How can you not? Alan's a beautiful human being. He's kind of the best. <laughs> He's just a uh, being made of light and happiness.
1: He's the best of all of us.
0: That's Alan. Uh, on that note, uh, complimenting our friends in, uh, in an overflattering light, uh, bye. 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 bye.
1: word to your mother
0: oh man are, are we doing it are you doing a vanilla ice intro
1: <laughs> that's right yo
0: vip let's kick it
1: that's me <laughs> it's joe and he's back with a brand new invention
0: yeah yeah uh it it's uh we've been holding this back the entire time but joe is secretly vanilla ice <laughs> <laughs>
1: i've got really good thighs though <laughs> jojo's reference
0: you can't stop, and you need help. All right, guys. Uh, we need uh, more money on the Patreon for the intervention for Joe on his JoJo's addiction.
1: <laughs> Look, I could stop anytime I wanted.
0: Oh no, it's that bad,
1: huh? <laughs> Hold on, because now that I've said this, you need—like, this is a thing you need to view with your eyes.
0: Is it though? Like, I bet I could live without it. <laughs>
1: I mean, you say that now. Where's a good picture of this boy?
0: So, Joe, I have a question: Is the silver silver-haired mullet boy uh, your favorite in Wolf's Rain? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> I kind of had a suspicion. Uh, also, when they when they did his character design, did they say like, "Look, we need him to look like he's walking out of a leather bar at all times."
1: He is the only character in the show that looks like a Lycan <laughs> And it's Crispin Freeman as well, so it's just like, you know, it's hitting all the buttons. Okay. I've tried to find this picture for way too long, but there you go. Just, just so you know. Whoa. <laughs> thighs the width of a man.
0: He's got some Chun-Li thighs, man. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he's got a Chun-Li dress on. That's just Chun-Li as a dude. (laughs) That's all they did.